So what pun do you have for today? This is one I came up. It's an original pun. Original pun? I actually don't know if it's original. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Why was I able to make cheer team in high school? You didn't make cheer team okay, in high school. Okay, it's hypothetical. Why was I able to make cheer team in high school? <laughs> because I had a lot of pep. <laughs> I did not know where you were going. <laughs> Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Ryan. And this is Don't Meet Don't Me meet in, me in the, the Middle. middle. <laughs> Where we watch the first episode of a drama. And the last episode of a drama. Then we rate the whole drama based on those two episodes. Happy Pepero Day, everyone. Allison and I have a variety of different Pepero in front of us. Yeah, we do. Chocolate chip. Banana. Chocolate mint. Chocolate, chocolate chip, chip is something else. Banana, we don't have we don't have chocolate green chip. Tea and almond. There is no chocolate chip. There's okay. no original. Okay, the chocolate with almonds is classic. Okay, it's better than the original. Anyways, do you know what um Pepero Day is in Korea? Me? I'm the one no. who suggested this. I know, but I'm asking the significance of Pepero Day. Our zero audience in the crowd can't respond to your hypothetical question. I'm asking you. Oh, it's like a Valentine's Day. Not quite. Pepero Day is synonymous with Singles Awareness Day because just one. They just look like ones. Single. Singles Awareness Day. So people who are in a couple, they usually don't get pepero because they already have someone. Mm -hmm. But people give pepero to single people. That's how that works? Yes. Okay. So you're supposed to be giving it to single people, not to couples. So we're celebrating this right then. Good. I feel better. Yeah. I thought we were co-opting like a romantic holiday. Absolutely not. How dare you even (laughs) suggest a romantic holiday? I thought this was more of a holiday to confess to people because I know the confession's very big in Korea. I know you can play the pepetal game and the pepetal games, you're supposed to get all like kissy kissy with it. I think that's more of White Day and. Really? I'm pretty sure. Because you play that with pepetal. That's when I'm like, it's pepetal day. It's, right, I thought that's it was like a, a game. Mar- I thought it was like a marketing tactic. So the marketing like, tactic is to give it to single people. And to play the kissy kissy game. What normal person does that? Normal people don't do it. They're in relationships. They're happy. It's the insane people who are alone and single who like think like this is how I get a boyfriend. Have you ever seen no? <laughs> no one who wants to pursue someone romantically has ever played the pepeto game with them, unless think, it's in a drama. I think it's dumb people like middle schoolers, high schoolers. Okay, let's let's look a sexy game to play. They don't exist. Middle schoolers don't exist. And neither do high schoolers. Why Why are you wiping out a whole population group? Because they don't exist. Okay. I have never heard of them. Met you in middle school and never high school. Never heard of her. Never heard of her. Anyways, what did we watch this week, Allison? This week, we watched My Sassy Girl. Yes, My Sassy Girl, a 2001 film. Mm-hmm. It's a South Korean movie, which was originally a blog, which turned into a book which turned into a movie, which turned into a Korean drama, which turned into an American movie, which turned into a Chinese, Indian, Nepal film remake. Woo! So this is a very popular film, to say the least. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> but we watched the Korean version, since that's the original version. That's the one that really kickstarted the Korean film industry. 
or at least in romantic comedies, it did. Mm-hmm. This one casts Jun Ji Hyun as the main female lead. She is known as the girl, and it also features Cha Tae Hyun, who is he has a he has a name Kyung Woo, mm-hmm. but I'm only going to call him the man, the boy. The He's boy. not a man, the boy. <laughs> Because if they don't deign to give the female character a name, I'm not going to... Give him a name. Yeah. Equality. Yeah. False equality. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Jun Chi-hyun, she's pretty famous. She's probably one of the top three most famous Korean actresses right now anyways. She's like from My Love from Another Star, Legend of the Blue... You don't like that one? Why are you asking me that faded question? (laughs) Legend of the Blue Sea, but this movie really kickstarted her career. Cha Tae-hyun, he's kind of popular, but his main accolade is this movie. But he's also one of the cast members for the variety show Two Days, One Night, which is very, very popular in Korea right now. It's been popular for a while, actually. Better than Running Man, in my opinion, right now. Really? Okay. Right now, anyways. I don't know. Running Man's been on for too long, I think. So those are the cast members. And how did you want to split this episode up? Since we don't really go through the whole synopsis. What do you want to hit? General ideas, because I'm going to... I have, like, reflections that I want to, like, touch back to. All right, well, why don't you summarize the best you can without giving away too many details? And I'll do the same, maybe. This movie is broken down into, like, three parts, I guess. Maybe four, but the first part wasn't given an actual thing. There's the unofficial part where the main character gets introduced, where, like, he thinks he's a girl with a shrinking penis, and that's pretty much that whole segment. And then it moves on to the actual first part of the movie. It kind of starts off, white knight in shining armor, boy rescues girl, and then they date. Part two is their relationship struggles and eventual breakup. And then the finale is, I guess, post-relationship. With a possible reunion and then happy ending. That's fair. Yeah, that's a good summary, I think. Yeah, it's split up into three parts. But there was the first part where they introduced a narrator and he tells his, like, backstory. Three parts. Where he's a girl with no penis or he's a boy with a shrinking... I don't know. Whatever. That's not what he... You can tell it. You're messing it up so bad. <laughs> I hope you know that. <laughs> it's that he wished he was a girl. I thought he was raised as a girl. He was raised as a girl, but that means, like... He also, I don't know, I'm done talking about this. This one, this is a weird topic to get okay. fixated on. <laughs> My short summary is that it's a story about a boy who gets whipped. In more ways than one. Yeah. So not physically whipped. I should clarify because that might confuse people because I didn't know what being whipped was for the longest time. But being whipped in a relationship means you're kind of like, in control now you were once like a wild person if and now you're... someone has whipped you into shape no 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 that's not where it comes from whipped as in like you remember chandler who's doing all those like the whipping sounds because like the girl has like what is the whipping instrument a belt a whip no like the one from like indiana jo- a whip oh it's my god. a whip oh my god it is a whip okay so it's like the girl has a whip and she's whipping the guy training you know like when you like break a horse or like yeah so it's the same connotation but like whipping them into shape sounds like positive whereas like when you're whipped in a relationship it's used negative she's got your balls you know i think you're very misinterpret you're misinterpreting the phrase whipped into shape it's not a very positive phrase. it sounds positive it's not (laughs) you know like whipped cream like you got like you whip it and so it's like into shape 
Have you ever heard of someone whipping whipped cream and calling it whipping cream into shape? I think so. I don't know. I'm not positive. I don't remember all of my exchanges. <sighs> Anyways, it's a story about a college student who, not really wild, he's just... Aimless? Aimless, and he also just is very confident of himself. Hits on girls a lot. I don't know. That's what was implied to me. It didn't seem like he was successful. It just seemed like he did hit on girls a lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's pretty much the movie. Really? That's all you're doing? What else is there? That's the, literally the movie. The girl? What about her? She's the one who whips him into shape. The plot? That's the plot. The ending? <laughs> the ending was stupid. So I guess we should probably give a recommendation, I feel. Because I highly recommend someone watch this movie. Someone? Someone, anyone. <laughs> Oh God, please watch this movie so that I can talk about it with you. Because <laughs> I don't want to give away the ending here because it's just so shocking. This movie is more than, we're almost two decades old. I don't think we're, do you not, you listed all I the- I literally talked to five people who are into Korean dramas yeah. and have been watching them for years. They have not watched this movie. Really? Or if they watched it, they don't remember it. Okay, because everyone that I know who watched like My Sassy Girl, they were like, Korean, like- first generation korean mm -hmm. so i think maybe that's why they know it because their parents probably watched it with them this is probably their parents movie so they watched it together i mean 2001 it can't pretty recent i don't think our parents <laughs> why are you looking at me like that is it recent i i can't tell time anymore 19 years ago i find that pretty recent in terms of like our parents watched it and had to make us watch it because my mom made me watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And that's what I considered like, oh, that's an old movie. Or like she made me watch The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Which I would consider an old movie. Movies that came out during our time, our lifespan, I don't consider that old. Okay. But then again, we're getting older just, and life is inevitable. Just because like you just said like the five people that you talked to, they don't know it. And that was within our lifespan. So I feel like it's because it's like, our... But here's the thing. One of those people was my mom, and she didn't oh. remember the movie either. She, she watched, watched it, it, but doesn't remember. But doesn't remember. That's what I'm saying. I think because so many elements are similar to rom-coms, not just Korean rom-coms, but like American rom-coms, that it doesn't make it distinct now if you watch a lot of rom-coms. That's fair. I feel like the rom-com comedy... Rom-com comedy. Rom-com <laughs> formula. Okay. Formula's a good one. Has been so well established that whenever I watch a romantic comedy, I expect it to go in that order or else like what's the it's point? It's not a rom-com. Exactly. So rom-coms now even like Crazy Rich Asians or what was that one with the letters with Laura Jean? What is it called? Oh, To All the Boys I Loved Before. To All the Boys I Loved Before. So I read those books. Oh, they're awful. I didn't read them and I know they're awful. They're great. Really? First of all. Everyone on Goodreads was trashing it. I loved it. Maybe it's because I like trashy novels. Oh, because that's what I, that's what the consensus it's, was. It's pretty trashy. Yeah. But the thing is, the endings of those books are not the same as the movies. Yeah, no. They don't end happily. The books? Neither of the books end happily. What about the third one? Didn't it end happy either? I'm talking about the first of the okay. books. Yeah, because it's, I'm basing it off the first one. Okay. Yeah. So, but that makes sense. So you can write another book, you know? Right, but they don't do that in movies. With Korean They're movies? They're gonna or... make. No, I'm just talking rom coms in general. Okay, yeah. With the rom com, you will always get a happy ending. Yeah. So I'm saying they switched the formula okay. from the way the book was supposed to end. Okay. Or how it was originally supposed to end. By the way, you should read the first one of those series. They're, they're great. At least the first book is good. Then it kind of gets more trashy as you go, but that's just nature of books. So this might be spoilers, but 
when I read the Wikipedia summary and the Goodread pages for the book series, it basically seemed like the book was repeating itself over and over again. And it's kind of like repeated in the movies too. Laura Jean likes a guy, but like it's complicated and confusing. And like, then they break up because sister, complicated, confusing. And then like, redo. I mean, that's just the nature of those books too. That's fair. Yeah. A lot of Netflix movies are like that now, like Netflix rom-coms. Pretty much, yeah. But I, I agree with you. I think that the nature of the romantic comedy formula has made us forget this movie mm-hmm. in its entirety, or at least people who have watched it already have forgotten it because it follows it pretty strictly, yeah, I would say. It does. Boy uh, meets girl, they get together, they have complications, they break up, they get back together in the end. I yeah. mean, that's basic formula. Bread and butter. Exactly. Do we want to circle back to our original topic of like rating it or like recommending it? Oh God, yes. <laughs> Do you recommend it? I don't recommend it for people who love a good rom-com, I guess. Like, it, like the movie itself oh. is a good rom-com. Oh, oh, oh. Hurt. The movie itself, I think, is a good rom-com, mostly because the comedy really pulling the movie, pulling it most of the weight. Yeah, it's, it's pretty hilarious, I think. There are some good romantic elements, but I, I don't see myself rooting for the characters. I don't... You weren't? I was... Hmm. Like together? Were you rooting for them to end up together? Because that's what you should be doing in a rom-com. I think in every romantic movie though, my rooting is always for them to break up and find themselves and then find nothing. (laughs) But I I think that might be the cynic in me. I was not rooting for them to get together. So I feel like that's why I'm like, it's, I wouldn't recommend it to someone who wants a good rom-com. Because in a good rom-com, I'm rooting for the couple to get together. Okay. But it is a good movie. Do you suggest it as a beginner rom-com then? To some, like for Korean audience, American audience, or in general? Either or. If you've only watched American rom-coms and you want to get into Korean rom-coms, I would recommend it. Honestly, if you want a gateway into Korean dramas, I think this is the movie mm-hmm. to watch. Especially since they made a Korean drama out, out of, of this movie. Yeah. yeah, They made it historical, didn't they? Because um, I saw them wearing humbugs. Maybe they visited a Korean village, but I thought they made it historical. I think that might just be because they were wearing humbugs, but let me give... Oh, no, you're right. That's what con- That's what I was like, ooh, do I want to see that? Just to see if the historical element changes anything. Well, let me- I'm curious now I'm reading it. <laughs> no, it is. It's historical, so maybe not watch that. Well, I won't make you watch it, but I might watch it. I don't like historical dramas. I know. That's our next drama. We're watching historical drama. I did it, guys. I did it. Just kill me now. I haven't watched too many Korean rom-coms, which is why I wanted to go with this one, because it seems like a classic. And it started so many other avenues, I guess. That's fair. Yeah, I think this was a good one to start with for Mm -hmm. us, too, because I enjoyed the story enough to make me invest. I was invested in the characters. Maybe not for them to be in a relationship, but I was invested in the characters. I was only invested in the girl. I have problems with the guy. I mean, he's just a mess, but yeah. are all men? Okay, but in rom-coms, they're not a mess. They're the that only- That is not true. In all, in most rom-coms, the guy is not, like, it's usually the girl who's a mess, and, like, the guy is, like, always, like, rescuing her. Or if he is a mess, he's not as big as a mess. That? In my fantasy, actually, in actuality, I am a hot mess. It is attractive when someone has their shit together. I would want that in my fantasy, in my TV that I consume. Yes. Well, then maybe this was the opposite because this girl had her ish mostly together until it was revealed in the second act. Like, I agree with you. <laughs> but she seems self-aware enough to herself to not date, but she mm-hmm. did it anyways. 
Why couldn't she have been, like, the girl who spurns his advances at every turn and then got over her shit and then got together? Maybe she just didn't know herself outside of a relationship. She spent a year not being in one and she was miserable. So she just She was also that... grieving. She was freshly grieving. Yeah, which is why she was miserable. Yeah, okay. I mean, it doesn't justify her actions because that's still a pretty shitty thing to do. Mm-hmm. But that could be her thought process. I don't know. Okay. You you do like her, so you can, you know, defend her. Because I don't fully relate or understand. That's fair. So let's let's move on to like the the title. My okay. sassy girl. Okay. Obviously, it's titled that way because she's sassy. Say it louder one more time. Sassy. <laughs> I can't repeat that. I sound offensive when I say it. <sighs> Do you want me to try? No. We're gonna, we're gonna edit it out, I, but I can try. No. Okay. Thank you. Good call. Good call. So there's also another translation. Mm, I didn't know that. It's, you know, because sometimes the Romanized whatever English name is always better than the actual translation. Sure, sometimes. So the direct translation is that bizarre girl. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. My sassy girl is way better because that bizarre girl makes it sound like she's... Cuckoo? Crazier than she actually is. Yeah. She's got issues, like normal issues, I guess, from anyone who's grieving from a person. She also has a very unique personality, which is not going to sugarcoat it. She's abusive, but in a charming, funny, rom-com way. So I guess that makes her sassy. Yeah, she's got them whipped real good. Literally. Mm-hmm. I like I liked watching this movie because when I saw the guy and the, and the girl in that relationship, it just made me think that all the guys that I know who want a relationship so bad... Should date someone like her? No, they're probably going to end up in relationships like that. <gasps> oh, shit. Me and they're going to be dark. Weird. I mean, I've seen it happen. I think I have the opposite problem where I have female friends. And I'm like, you can do better. I say that to all my friends, regardless but, of who the other person is. But like, they're not whip. There's a lot of people, either gender, just want to make things work. Yeah. and Suckers. So offensive. Don't compromise your core values. I mean, you're right. <laughs> it's a pretty bad thing to do. I think maybe because like we're young in a way. Like we spent so much of our life in school that we're now, I think socializing but like because people feel like oh i'm committed to you i can't uncommit to you like yes you can you can uncommit to anyone for any reason that's it okay yeah because i (laughs) i didn't have anything to say after that (laughs) because i think you're right i think that's that's a good business model when it comes to relationships and i can't believe i called relationships a business i was about to make fun of you for that (laughs) so glad you beat me to it i mean i'd rather me flame myself than you flame me i guess yeah what else do you want to talk about in the movie so I think we covered the generic plot. So I want to talk about something like more specific to the movie. And that they repeat certain motifs or certain actions throughout the movie. And I want to talk about that. Yeah. So like the female lead throws up twice. And she throws up in the very beginning of the relationship. So I'm like, if this boy falls in love with her, it's deep. It's real. Because most people don't bounce back from that. Like on the first and second date. Because that's how they met. Like her drinking too much. He's got a bad if he can see her throw up and still date her. They go to the same motel twice. The male lead goes to jail twice. They break up via the parents twice. Two seems like a very important number to the movie because during their breakup or their time apart, they agree to meet up again, like open a time capsule in two years. So like, That is very true. And I didn't really catch that. <laughs> awesome. 
I just feel like, wow, this is happening again. And that's when I started writing it down. And there are two acts, too. Yes, there is. There is two acts. Two does seem like a very important number. And why do you think that is? I know with American cultures, three, I think, is a really important number. Because it's like, I don't know, like mom, dad, kid, star, moon, earth. You know, like three is a happy number or three is like a lucky number Mm -hmm. or full of significance. Like there's the three bears and Goldilocks, you know. So I'm wondering if that's maybe with Korean ideology, like dualism, like with yin and yang. Mm -hmm. So that's just my theory as a non-expert. I just did a quick search on culture of two in Korea. Mm -hmm. The main thing I can think of that I found is the fact that two just means like the two heads of the household. Oh, okay. So I'm not seeing anything other than that. Two is just a very... it's, It's something that happens a lot i don't know if it has a whole lot of significance i mean there are the two main leads literally they're the only two main characters in the entire movie Mm -hmm. there are only two really reoccurring characters i want to say the friend group doesn't count i don't think that's we don't even know their names but we don't know the girl's name either but i'm like (laughs) she's the only girl so she's like the girl that's true yeah Uh, whereas the guy friends they're guy friends you know Mm mm-hmm were they in his class? I don't know, because I can't tell them apart. Racism. <laughs> yeah, the next episode, we'll have a new co-host. I will have been kicked out. No. <laughs> Who else could tolerate Ryan? Exactly. No one. Bitch. I'm editing this out. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I think that's a good point, too. I haven't thought of two. That they well, does come up a lot. I think just because maybe it's movies or maybe I like three that I tend to notice sets of three more in movies or in my life. So when I'm like, oh, this didn't happen a third time. It only happened twice. Like they missed the train. Like they missed each other on the train twice. There was no third missing each other on train scene. You know, they both rescued each other from an oncoming train twice. Is that this movie? Yes. You sure? Yes. I think it was the Indian movie. No. You're right. Yeah, because she keep they both get like really, really drunk and tired in front of a train and almost get hit. Yes, you're right. Sorry, we watched an Indian movie the next day that also <laughs> had a train. And it was also a romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. My mind is melting. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like that's why two stood out to me. I've also kept track of how much violence the boy incurred versus the girl. Because he incurred a lot of violence. Oh yeah, he got hit. Quite often. Uh, but mostly because he was being stupid. Let's be real. He was being stupid. Some of it was for comedic purposes. All of it was for comedic purposes. The sheer amount of smacks or hits he received was quite a lot. It was pretty funny though. <laughs> yeah, so since I took the time to tabulate. Is that even a word? Tabulate? Tabulate is the correct word. <gasps> oh my god. Okay, so I took the time to tabulate. So I'm going to tell you guys and then we'll see. He got one reunion slap. He got 10 racquetballs to the face, two kendo hits, one punch, one hair pull, one slap for ruining her birthday. He got five punches and two slaps for messing with her. And he got five slaps for playing a game. And the girl only received one forehead flick. That's a tally of 10, 20, 21, 22, 20, 26 violent acts that the boy incurred versus her one. Can we talk about... The birthday? You want to talk about the birthday, not the anniversary thing? Um, well, the birthday... I want to... I, let's just talk about both. Let's talk about both, because the birthday thing leads to the thing that I want to talk about. Okay. The birthday scene 
was fucking wild. It yeah. blew my mind because I wasn't expecting it at all. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to time myself for two minutes. Okay. If you want to not have any spoilers, be warned, you can skip ahead two minutes. Timer for two minutes starting. Okay. They go to an amusement park because the boy decides that, oh, every girl wants to go to an amusement park um, at night by themselves. So he has this uh, contact and he goes to the amusement park with her at night where they find a soldier, a defected soldier, and he fucking points a real-ass gun at them and uses them as hostages and they just hide out in the fun house, the mirror, whatever you call the mirror, the mirror house? It's a fun house. Are they synonymous? I'm getting off topic. They go to the fun house... (laughs) And him and that girl make this, like, connection. And at this point, we're not, like, sold on the girl because all we've seen is just the violence, mm-hmm. the immense amount of violence from her and the abusive relationship. So at this point, I'm like, I don't really like this girl. But then she, like, talks to the soldier and talks him out of using her as a hostage. Yeah. And eventually him as a hostage, uh, the boy is a hostage, but that, that's not very important. It was just insane to me. Because, I mean, why do they have to add this part in? I was... I'm with you. I agree. Mm -hmm. The only reason why I can see that they had this scene, the only important, I guess, information that we got from this scene was that they were talking about exes. The soldier boy and the girl were talking about exes. And so this was the first time we got, um, like... Confirmation that she had. at her psyche, like at her pain and her struggle. Okay, well that didn't help you at all. No, because that's 15 seconds. What can I do with that? Well, I was telling you your time was coming to an end. Just do this. It's too late now. now. Like we wasted all down. of it. Okay. Change the two minute clock to three minutes. Or four. No. Okay. Anyways, that was our discussion on the amusement park for spoiler purposes. Yeah. Now um, we will discuss it vaguely. Ryan sucks. Okay, so non-spoiler purposes. It was so weird. It was so out there. I think only two things could have happened. This actually happened to the blogger in real life. Like, maybe not to the extreme. A lighthearted, non-death version. (laughs) Now Um, I am extremely curious to read the blog. Yeah. I need to find... I can find it easily, probably, online. But will it be in English? Google Translate has come a long way. Okay. Well, we'll see. (laughs) That... Like, it, either it's based part of it in real life, or because it's so out there, it's all pure fiction, and the author's not right in the head. That's the Because I, I hate the scene. You hate it? I hate it. Wow. Did okay. you like it? I thought it was so out there that I thought it was very compelling. No, I hated it. <laughs> really? <laughs> Just because, like, if the message that they wanted to convey could be done any other way, or they could have even taken the exact elements mm-hmm. and have made it... I think it's just so random that if they grounded it more, they could have had a different threat, you know? That's Mm -hmm. the best I can do without spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Your turn to add anything to that. I don't know. I really liked the scene because I thought... Weirdo. (laughs) It was weirdly emotional, but also so out there that I felt like this was the only situation where we were going to figure out who she was as a person. 
the main girl character. Because it was so jarring for not only us, but for the characters too. That's a good point. And she had to reveal her true self in order to save herself. (laughs) (laughs) You're laughing, but you know it's the truth. I'm laughing because you used that dorky cliched line. Is that a cliched line? Yeah. I've never heard that before. Avatar. Zuko. I could like that sounds like something Zuko has said or does say. I need the receipts. Okay, receipts coming up. Okay, so what what did what did you say? And then I'm gonna read Zuko's quote as best of your ability. I don't remember. Okay. So the scene that I'm thinking of is that Zuko has tried to join the Avatar gang. They're not buying it. So Zuko's talking to a frog and he's trying to get advice from the people in his life who'll help him. So he does like Azula. She's like, burn everything down, motherfuckers. And she's like, okay, why did I do Azula? Clearly I should do Uncle Iroh, my homie. He he always got my back. So he's imitating Uncle Iroh. And he's like, Zuko, you have to look within yourself to save yourself from your other self. Is the quote. I do remember that. I don't think that's a cliche. I think it's stupid, <laughs> but I don't think that's a cliche. But I also think it has some truth to it. The sentiment is cliched, but cliches are cliches for a reason. There's truth to it. (sighs) I guess I'm trying to argue this because I just hate cliches and the fact that I accidentally uttered one is just so disgusting to me. Maybe you uttered a meme and not a cliche since I don't think other people say it. You know what? The way that you phrased it? They're almost going to be synonymous, I I know. I know. Mainstream culture is just going to be memes and those will be our cliches in the future. I was trying to help you out. God, I hate our generation. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, that's that's pretty much the birthday scene. He gets reprimanded because he does something pretty stupid, I feel. Well, for the stupid stuff was like, he took her on this date and then catastrophe happened and then he didn't have her back when catastrophe was going down. When you should have your... Well, I don't know if they were girlfriend at the time, girlfriend, boyfriend... Here's the thing. I think she considered them, yeah. but he was still like on the precipice. In the face of danger, he's like, nah, not my girlfriend. And yeah. that plus no gift, I feel like, earned him birthday punishment. Mm-hmm. Their 100th day anniversary. I want to know oh, your thoughts. Oh my god. I just remembered what it was. <laughs> we were sitting here and Allison mentioned it and I had no idea what she was talking about. But then my brain just had like a flashback moment. I thought it was cute. Okay. And I... then you saw the ending, and then did that change anything for you? Mm, okay. Yeah, you're right. It was a little disturbing. When I was watching it, as it was happening, I'm like, oh my god, so cute. I love it. Yes. And I saw a lot of references to K-dramas, or K-dramas that referenced this scene in the 100-day anniversary. Yes. Especially with the ID check. I've seen that in other dramas. And I was like, whoa, that's a nod. So freaking cute. That I got that. And then you see the ending... And then you realize their whole relationship is a lie. All right, so I'm going to give you two minutes for this one, too. Okay, I feel better prepared now that I know you're being passed it on to me. Two minutes of spoilers, so we're going to skip ahead. All right, your two minutes on the 100-day anniversary starts now. Um, okay, so the anniversary itself was like, hey, I want us to, I want you, the boy, to give me a red rose in front of my class And then later, we'll dress up in our high school uniforms and, like, go out. And that's, like, super, super cute because, like, he he gives her the rose on stage and, like, they share this, like, intense look. Like, they connected, that they're in love. And even though they don't kiss because it's, like, in front of a class and that'd be weird. She then's, like, she she seems super, super happy. 
And then they go to clubs dressed in their high school uniforms and they're like pretending to be like 18 year olds. Like, oh my God, smoking. I've never smoked before. Like, <clears throat> you know, like that kind of thing. And then like drinking, like, oh my God, I never drank before. It's like, <clears throat> like, like drinking noises. Like they're, they're pretending to be babies and it's so cute. But then in the finale, you find out that these were all things she did with her um, ex. dead ex-boyfriend. And then you're like, whoa. She admits that she construed this all on purpose to relive the memory she had with her dead ex-boyfriend. So now everything romantic about the 100-day anniversary, which is a huge fucking deal, is now soiled. You have 45 seconds. Go. I really enjoyed the scene in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was so cute. And this is the first time we see him actually reciprocating true feelings to her. And I think that's the important part of the scene. I love that look they exchange in front of the piano. Like it, it, Even though rom-coms are so... It makes my heart melt. Yeah. The fact that he was like, the my perfect girl plays the piano. And she was like, my perfect guy brings me a rose, rose during class. Legit, I was like, this is like the most romantic, even though it's not. This is the most romantic thing I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. And I'm so glad I'm here to watch it. Time's up. Time's up. <clears throat> so, I feel like the ending really tainted it. Like, was anything real? Was anything true? That's fair. I think that any listeners who are curious about this movie, I think you should definitely watch it. And then give us your thoughts because Allison and I had pretty much the same fucking thought when the movie ended because we had to pause the movie and we both stared at each other and we were like, what Did we the? just watch the same thing? Did uh -huh. we just understand it the same way? It honestly took me like a few seconds more than Allison did because she was like, pause the movie, pause the movie. And I was like, why are we pausing the movie? But then my brain caught up to what we were watching and i was like what the <laughs> fuck just happened exactly my brain melted and i need you all to experience <laughs> this same microwaving of your brain so please watch it i think that's that's why i want people to watch okay. it because i want to talk about it i want to talk about this shit with someone other than you <laughs> they did us dirty and they, i agree i need to watch i need i need to force people to watch this with me and then just watch their face slowly crumble. You should have a party. Movie party. Don't tell them what movie. And then just... And then it's gonna be my sassy girl. And then lock the basement so no one can leave. It doesn't lock that way. Unfortunately. I feel like that's what we're gonna do with the movie tomorrow, by the way. You say we as an I'm consenting, willing party. I'm a victim. No, I'm saying you're gonna be one of my participants in the... Oh, okay. I'm down for a bad movie. I'm just... The way you're acting, I don't like. I'm so... Okay, so Allison and I and our other friend, we all watch one movie a week. Yeah, we have movie nights. And I'm making them watch a pretty horrific movie, and I'm very excited, and I can't tell Allison because it's a secret. Until tomorrow. Yay. You can cut this out if you want. I will. <laughs> all right, those were the big scenes for me, I feel. Those are the ones that I really wanted to talk about Now, in retrospect. Same here. Yeah. I mean, final rating... For a rom-com, for rom-com standards, I'd give it a 7 out of 10. For a regular movie, I'd give it maybe a, a 4, 4 out of 10. <laughs> because I, I'm a person who doesn't generally like rom-coms. Like, I'll watch, I watched Crazy Rich Asians because it was historical. It was like a momentous event and... Or cinematic history. Cinematic right? history. I liked the cultural significance that it had. Did I like the story? 
No, I did not. I like the ghost. Didn't like the story. The you know, who they're the best friend. Oh, that... the whole family. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I understand. No last name was Go. Yeah. yeah. I heard ghost. I'm like, did we watch the same <laughs> I love it when, you know, Rachel gets taken over by a ghost. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Ghostly possession. Anyways, that's my final rating. I suggest. I don't suggest you watch it. I need you to watch it so that we can shoot the shit with each other about this movie. My rating. If I don't rate it as a rom-com, it's higher for me. Really? Yeah, because like my rom- I'm just so mad with the ending. I was like, even though I don't support the characters, I was having a good time. I did think they were in love, but I just didn't like them together. And I'm okay with that. But then the ending revealed something to me that made me- reevaluate their whole relationship so like now i don't think they were in love or at least not in the truest sense which is what i wanted a rom-com true love so if i don't rate it as a rom-com but rate it as a comedy it, it'll have a higher rating than if i rate so it so what's your rating seven out of ten as a rom-com no as as, as a movie, as a movie. Huh. what's your rating as rom-com though five out of ten i feel like okay yeah i mean the way i i, I reason is that as a romantic comedy i like it better because it's the opposite way, the way that you don't like, mm-hmm. I think is interesting. The way that the guy is helpless instead. That wouldn't deter me in rom-com. But it... that just increased my point. Oh, okay. Because I like that idea of subverting expectations on a rom-com. I do like that. So I enjoyed watching, I enjoy watching men suffer. <laughs> <laughs> he suffered greatly. He did. And it was great. It was. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I really liked the story. I'm I glad, thought I'm it glad was, you did. And I think it was good as a rom-com. As a movie, though, I would like a more satisfying. Also, if this happened in real life, what the fuck? Wait, I just thought of this as a real life. Someone blogged this. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. This could be. I think that was the one element that maybe held true. That's so fucking disturbing. See? See? Anyways. Like, if this happened to a friend. Honey. Honey. Girl, what are you doing? Also, like, why didn't the girl have more friends? I think maybe grief isolated everyone. That's what would happen realistically in a rom-com. The girl shouldn't have too many friends. It's more, focused on the love. The yeah, more yeah. time for the man. You know, devotion and all that. God, I hate it. Yep. Anyway, I think I'm done talking about this movie. I don't know about you. you have anything else to say? Like every generic rom-com, a lot of the problems could be solved with communication. These couples communicated the least out of any couples that I've ever seen, like ever. That is so true. And they have horrific timing. That might just be bad luck on their end, but they have horrific timing. They really My do. My God. <laughs> That's it. That's all I want to say. So unfortunate. Anyways, catch us next week. With, with, oh my god, a historical drama, a historical drama about vampires. So fucking upset. Thank you for listening to Don't Meet Me in the Middle. If you want to thank Yon Onion Park for the cover, you can find her at cat.on.bread on Instagram. Our intro and conclusion music is The Biggest Rodent off the album Cabibera by Louise Ong. You can find us on Twitter at Don't Meet Me One or on Instagram at Don't Meet Me in the Middle. You can also email us at dnt.m.m.m at gmail.com. All right, bye.